What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Boyce, and this is another episode of the Facts Project. Today, special guest, Jamil Lessie of Concrete Comics, creator of Absolver. Appreciate you being here, bro. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. You look, it's been a minute. Cause I don't think you you I've gotten every person from the concrete fam on the onto the pod and I had to get you as soon as I saw this was dropping. Right, right, right. Right. But to be honest with you, I, I made sure I made it here, man. Um, so whatever plans I did have, I just I canceled it just so I could be on here. So my, my I really man. appreciate you, man. Trust me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Look, uh from just having conversations with Daniel, Lonzo, Onaji, and now you. Um, the literally the core four in all of this. The fact that you guys have had the ability to put out like quality content. Each of you have been on your third third issue. Each of you have had uh, options to throw out like uh, one shots out there that you basically brought out to the public. The the one thing that you can't say about Concrete Comics is that you motherfuckers are not working. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Absolver three. You get um well well let's just say you you basically in into your this is day three, you've already were full you were fully funded I think within four three four hours. Uh, that that's being generous, but within the first day, couple hours in, yeah, we got funded. Shit was quick, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Because of that, I got to give a special uh shout out to Concrete for that. You know, like I always say, like you know, they really hold me down because, you know, I don't get to be online as much as everybody because my work schedule got me crazy, you know, so it's, you know, so, you know, concrete, it, that, that, that's because of the family, man. That's that's more than than me that we funded so fast. For, you know, I can definitely say that. For real. And, and a lot of people don't know the one of the big aspects as to why you're not on social media as much as everybody else because you probably well, I ain't gonna say it you know because it might offend Onaji and Lonzo and all them but you're one of you do, do a lot of the art you know what I'm saying like you're not only just the 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 writer of Absolver and the creator of Absolver but you you've done some of the line work and everything like that you know the aspects of the line work and you've also helped out with the other books as far as the art has gone into everybody else's um I would say you know, I, I try my best to keep a, a keep a keep a eye out on everybody's artwork to the best of my ability. But you know, truth be told, when it comes to me, I just really focus on character designs and stuff like that. Just talking mm -hmm. with my artists and and stuff. You know, just catching all the little things and make sure the flows properly and goes right. You know, if anything, I spend more time with the story. Like I'll go through seven, eight, ten iterations of the script before I say this is finally it. Mm. You know, so I always have like tons of stories that's just sitting there, you know, so that, that's just me. And I always got to make sure the characters look right. You know, Lonzo gets upset because I'm always redesigning characters and stuff. It, I just can't help myself. So, but so, nah, um, me being ghost on social media is more or less because of my work schedule and just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just being honest, you know, so I'm just trying my best not to make that an excuse anymore. So if I'm in, you know. Bro, outside of that, I mean, look, for one, I'm glad I get the opportunity to talk to you so we can we can market the book and everything like that. But I already know how much has already gone into it. 
And for, for your for your sake, you know what I'm saying? It's it it's cool to know that outside of like, I guess like the, the work that you basically put in, you still out there putting fully funded books out within the first few hours. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. It's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. Right so when we get into this, you're you're right now in your third issue of Absolver Three. Um, I have Absolver Two here. And I believe, boom. All right. Yeah, so there's one and two. So when we get into it, um, for for anybody who has never read an Absolver book, could you describe exactly the, uh, give like a brief description of what Absolver is? Um, <clears throat> Absolver is, um, a mezzo. Mm -hmm. So in a spiritual world, you know, you have your angels and your demons, and they're pretty typical as far as the fundamental understanding of it. But to my understanding, I don't think there's ever been a, a spiritual being for limbo or the in-between. So that's where mezzo is coming from. Uh, so what makes, what separates a mezzo from an angel or a demon is pretty much free will. You know, angels, in order to stay in the grace of God, you got to do godly things. And of course, demons are going to do what demons do. Mm -hmm. But mezzos, you know, they have free will to be good, bad, or nothing at all. But mm -hmm. And they're, they all have a purpose. So when you pick up an absolver book, I am literally trying to thread the lines of good and evil and staying in between. And just telling a real dope spiritual story that I feel as if it's never been supernatural story. I'm sorry, a uh, supernatural story has never been told before, in a sense. Um, but yet at the same day, at the same time, it's fundamentally grounded in. Um, if you're fans of like Spawn and Ghost Rider, you know that's 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 the foundation. But the rest of the house is mine. You know, so it's unique and hey. it's all me. So that's 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 what I would say about Absolver. Now, in in interest, of course, he he pretty much lives in limbo. So he's like a uh, I can't necessarily say a dead spirit or a living spirit. But the thing is, he's he's pretty much like watching over uh, a certain a certain group of people. Like he's uh, not necessarily like he's always out there trying to do good, but pretty much like he's a wraith over overseeing everything. Correct. Right. Right. Well. Well. Um, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Well, Absolver, if we look at Absolver, he's more like, you know, with his purpose, which is vengeance. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he doesn't go out seeking vengeance. If he feels your vindictive nature, it's it's something that he has to deal with. It's he doesn't care if you're good or bad or what your intentions are, of course. So that's basically how he does. He is. So right now, how I'm writing the story is, it's I want, as Absolver learns and grows, it's the same for the readers. As they learn and as they're learning, he's learning. So Absolver doesn't even know what he is. And I don't want fully know what he is. And I don't want the readers right. to fully know what he is. Yeah. So I wouldn't say he's watching over, but... We could get there. You you can almost see well, shoot. Um, basically, from 
me reading issue two, there's certain times within um within the book where like he's almost in real time and then he almost has these like uh existing planes where it seems like he's getting to know his former self or what he used to be and there's like these these panels where it's like describing exactly maybe who absolver was in maybe his former life but yet like it it brings him back to the surface he doesn't necessarily like it does he has no name or anything like that he's almost just this this spirit with no name right so i looked at I looked at um, when I when I wanted to write Absorber, I wanted him to come out like a blank canvas, mm -hmm. almost. So even down to his name was given to him. You know, um, he's a, he's like an empty shell. So his ability allows him to to take abilities and instincts and stuff like that. You know, so again, it's all it's 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 just the story focused on growth and change. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't want to tell, I don't want, I don't want, honestly, when I write, I want it so open that Absolver could go in one direction or the next, but still have a, a, a course, mm -hmm. you know, a, a path, of course, you know, I, I, I want to leave it open to every and any possibility, because I already know how the story fundamentally ends. Right. But like I said, Absolver will... I envisioned this big roller coaster when I'm telling this story. You know, I wanted to, to go so high and have this low. So I need him to be this empty shell of, you know, people are figuring him out mm -hmm. before he starts to figure himself out. And that's when the story really takes off is when he looks in the mirror and like, I right, enough of what you guys think. This is what I'm going to be now. And I can't wait to get there. That's the exciting part. Got you. Now, um, how big of a role does religion play in this story? Now, I've seen it basically take a lot of the setting in the first two books, but how big of a role does religion play in the entire series? Um, personally, um, I, I grew up in the church, mm -hmm. you know, and I was more fond of the stories in the Bible than actually why it was being preached to me. You know, I was like, it was like some dope stories, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, my sister got me heavy into Greek mythology. Um, so supernatural or spiritual and religion, that's always like a fundamental start for me. You know, and then when I create anything, I didn't have to get out of that because I just love the complexity and the storytelling and the, the lore of it all. I don't care mm -hmm. what religion, what God, I just love the lore of it all, you know? Um, with Ab Absolver, it plays an important role. I don't know to, to what extent, but, you know, just with my beliefs on religion and spirituality and within itself, I, I, I use that because you know, just like comedians use their platform to make you laugh, but tell truths about the world and political aspects, everything, you know, this is still an art form for me. Right. This is just a different, like when I used to do uh, um, spoken word, I use that platform to reach people. And this is me using my platform to 
reach people too. So it's always challenging to try to tell, write a, a nice story that people can just read and enjoy for what it is. Mm-hmm. But then also get my message out there without it being, you know, too much on this top. Like, right. oh man, this dude is trying to preach to us. Like, no, I'm not trying to preach to you. you know? right. Those that read it and catch it, read it and catch it. Those that don't enjoy a dope story. And that's and that's basically why I always end up with the um with the seven to eight scripts, you know. Right, right. You know, uh, we've lost sight of respecting our elders and doing the simple things for them. So I put that in issue too, as you saw. Yes. You know, it's, just, it's just all those little things like, you know, so these comics are perfect for time capsules. So when the younger generation or older, younger, younger generation pick it up, they're like, oh, okay. You know, so mm-hmm. that's, that's how it is. So I wouldn't say religion. Religion plays an important role to, right. to the degree depends on the issue. Now, because I saw that at the beginning of issue two, I mean, it's pretty much I can't say it's like a dig at the Catholic Church, but it's it's a it's an obvious take on present day what is happening to like the churches around uh, around the world where basically a preacher is trying to be uh, trying to find forgiveness in the things that he's done. And he's saying, oh, I was only doing what I was told, but yet it, it caused certified victims of you know, I guess priests around the world, you know what I'm saying? And exactly the wrongdoings of which that have may have occurred and it's pretty much been swept under the rug. Like I've seen those type of things uh, happen within, within that second book. Now, as far as like a, the describe the description of a mezzo and the description of what absolver is, you describe a character that is in a world of limbo, no heaven, no hell. Do you believe in that as well? Um, if I'm allowed to be a hundred percent honest, I'll speak freely. I believe naturally there's something out there mm-hmm. higher than us and then lower than us in the case of hell. Um, but if you just pay attention in class and then you did your history when you became an adult, you realize religion is a man-made construct. Mm-hmm. So I do believe, uh, anybody that puts out a form of a Bible, you know, it has certain key things in there, but at the same time, when it comes to the, the understanding of what religion is, if you, it's, it's, it's a man-made construct. So I believe in heaven. I believe in hell. I believe there's a God. I believe there's a devil, but not in the sense of what's been sold to us. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe a God that creates everything would be a white man with an old beard. Mm -hmm. He he would, to me, he he would be more, if just based on the understanding, he'll be something so obstruct, we would think, like, oh, that's definitely not God. Or maybe a, a magical cloud of smoke. Right. You know, but it makes more, but if he would, to me, there's no way my God would be an old man with white hair, <laughs> white beard. So, um, and then, you know, because I was very much into religion. Um, but then I realized religion had me like a dog chasing my tail. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I try to live a certain life, and as soon as I mess up, I'm like, I'm beating myself up, and I have to repent, and then start all over again, and then so much stuff didn't make sense. Like, what if I had to lie to save your life, and I lose my life before I can even repent, and, and they say I automatically go straight to hell, but why am I going to hell for lying to save your life? Like, does it make sense to me? What kind of God is that? I don't love my son that way. My father doesn't love me my, that way. So why mm -hmm. does this God love me that way? So all of that. So when I was in religion, I was very confused. Mm -hmm. But then when I decided to become spiritual and, and just understand that, yo, that, that power, that strength, that voice is in me, within me, it's in nature, it's in the world, you know, everything just starts to work itself out. Like, for example, you know, I was going through a little financial issue. And I'm like, man, I'm going, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And that a third. And then, boom, the very next day, because I put it out there spiritually, I just kept putting it out there. Right. Somebody hit me with a job to color some stuff on. And they sent the money right away. Exactly what I needed. Mm. Exactly what I needed. So, but see, it, so to me, to me, that's just my belief in it. I I don't knock nobody for what they believe in or who they believe in, how they believe. I feel like we all can get along. Yeah. We can we can have great conversations about it, but just like I wouldn't force my beliefs on you, I don't expect you to force yours on me. You know, and um that, that's just me. Yeah. That's just that's just where I stand with it all. But even uh, the way that I'm looking at it, uh, of course, even within even within the book. Like even is regarded as a um, a spirit as Absolver is, he is resounded, especially in the second issue, as being mortal. In a sense, he bleeds, he hurts. You know, like it's not that he's like uh, he's justifiably immortal in the eyes of anybody on the page. I remember that reading the first issue, and I was like, this dude is pretty much going to be unstoppable. And then within the second issue, I was like, damn, he's actually getting worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he, uh, gets a, an opposing foe, foe and you, you got to tell me again, what's the, bro uh, the brother's name from issue one? Repetitive. Yeah. So like, as soon as he's confronted with old boy, like, obviously you can see the Repetitive not scared of him at all. And he, and, and, and he's almost severely calm about it saying how much he was like i just want to talk i want to know who you are what your name is right, right and the whole time they beating the dog shit out of each other <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so like by by the end you know there's almost like this dreamscape that's happening in the middle of this entire fight and absolver disappears and he doesn't even realize he like by the time he gets he's like in an alley somewhere and he's like where the where the fuck am I at to where, you know, like he's all stabbed up. He's pretty much got like a couple poles in him and everything like that. So you're almost like, like, how, how is he, how is he bleeding? You know, he's not a, he's not a mortal person. If he's so much of a spirit, like why does, why is there the fact that he might be injured in some sort of way by something that's pretty much man-made bullets, whatever it is. Right. Um, 
Jeez, how can I say all of this without giving without spoiling it? Yeah, I know. Right. Um, in the character creation process, Mm -hmm. I always tell people you can make your characters as powerful as you want them to be. Okay. But for great story, you have to have that equal balance. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think for example, for Superman. They never thought of the equal balance until I think Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. Like that human element is right there. Boom, given that human element, you mm-hmm. know. So, for what I understand, who Absorber really is and what he will become, mm-hmm. that is the equal. That's the balancer right there. You know, right? He's he's he will be all powerful and almighty with the things he can do. But at the same time, you know, it doesn't. If you're immortal, mm-hmm. you don't fear death. Okay. But if you could feel pain, pain is pain. You right. understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So there's a lot of immortal characters that ignore pain because they ignore death. And to me, I don't like that type of writing. And okay. by all means, I'm not saying Absolver is immortal. I'm just using that for context. So the pain is still real. You know, I don't care if I can survive getting shot in the head. I'm going to feel it. It hurts. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. um, to me, that's the great equalizer with Absolver. Um, you know, the, that dreamscape was actually, um, I could give this one away. That's just me giving a visual to how the, the vanquish, his, his ability works. Yeah. So, if you get caught in the vanquish, it's like you're in this, this black room, but it's actually your spirit. Ah. And then you see a copy of your, your spirit reaching out to you. Mm. But then that copy goes away, and that's Absolver taking that copy. And that's how he learns your abilities and your instincts and all that. He just takes a copy of that. Of that. So I needed... So that fight we're peddling... That was the biggest, that was, matter of fact, that was the only reason why that happened because I needed to show a visual on how the, his ability works and something I could uh, bring it back to for future uh, issues. See, I, I learned something new because I done read that book at least five times and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even know that shit. So in essence, like when we get to the end of issue two, you know, he realizes that something's coming and he kind of says, you know, what the hell? But the thing is, he does, he necessarily doesn't say it in the course of saying, um, like, and it, I, f- I forget old girl's name. She's, she basically said, no, 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 no. Yeah. She says, no, 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 not hell oblivion. So is oblivion limbo? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that was, that was certainly, uh, that was definitely based off of how it sounds. You know, it was originally limbo. We say heaven, hell, limbo. I was like, ah. So then you look up middle or medium, and then the coolest look work, the coolest word that sounded dope was oblivion. And to me, I like letters. So like the O, the L, and the V, and the yeah. I together just looks, it's, it just makes a dope looking word. So oblivion just, made the most amount of sense Mm -hmm. and then you know when when there's 
things go into a disaster, you know, because there's no set direction, you know, you're, you're headed down a road of oblivion. Mm-hmm. So at least at least heaven has a destination. At least hell has a destination, regardless of where it's going. And oblivion was just open. So you, right. you go to so there's no direction. So there's always a sense of oblivion. Um so to me, that's how we got the oblivion over limbo. But it's yeah, but oblivion is limbo. Um in my supernatural makeup or my spiritual world, there's levels, uh, there's terminologies that are being used. Mm-hmm. So like on this plane, God is known as God because that's how humans decided to, that's what they decided to name him. Right. But obviously angels and whatnot do not call him God. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like oblivion made sense. So to the angels and demons, yes, it's oblivion to Pastor David and the rest of them is limbo. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. So um, in essence, when we get into issue three from that cliffhanger that we basically saw outside of issue two, do we escape the human world for a little bit and does this entire issue play inside of oblivion and then we're pretty much getting to know the workings of basically absolver's world okay so yes and no Mm -hmm. a lot of i feel because i am um introducing something new which is a mezzo I think it's really important for me to allow my readers to learn and understand how mezzos work. So um, the first issue was basically the introduction, heaven, hell, da, da, da. a little bit about what mezzos and their purpose are. Issue two was about Absolver the mezzo, how he got his name and everything, mm-hmm. and then how his abilities work. Um, issue three, I wanted to explain how his, I want to explain something else. Okay. You know, so yes, yes and no to your answer. Um, it, it wouldn't be drawn out too long. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of action in it. I, I enjoy it for what it is. And I think everybody's in for a big surprise with issue three because, you know, what you expected is going to happen is not technically happening. And I just, I just love how it was coming, how it came out. Right. And, and, and the, thing is like i'm looking at it i'm like within within all of your stories um and i'm talking about the concrete universe uh between daniel uh putting his uh his new emphasis on uh old world gods with with tenak and then you have uh you basically got onaji who is uh diving into the egyptian gods which they are you know like and then you have yourself who is basically you've created your own medium where you're, you're working within these two landscapes of basically like a street level character and yet a supernatural character all in one. And the way that you guys have pretty much defined it and worked it out, like it's it, it's amazing. And then you got Lonzo, who's pretty much jumped into a cosmic type of universe. And of course, Lyle is got a street level character, too. It's pretty much kind of like like you got all types of genres covered. Right, right. 
You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know where to begin. Like what what would be the next move? I'm sure there's a lot of lot of other genres out there and everything like that. But do you see yourself ever jumping outside of this world? Like how far, how far first off, how far is Absolver written till? Like how many issues until we reach like the end of this volume? Oh, well, the end of this volume. Uh, so it'd be, we're working on four right now. Four is actually in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the, at the end of the volume, and then the volume six. Mm. Okay. Um, I have it roadmapped all the way to a hundred issues, but honestly, I think I'm going to shrink it, you know, um, yeah, I think I think more like I'm going to shrink it. I, I, Absolver is a a, a a nice contained story, and he's one of those characters. Like once he once he reaches a certain point, any story after that to me would be corny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, Absolver is pretty much all the way worked out. Um. Like I said, at, at the end of issue six will be the end of the volume of this run. And then, you know, moving forward, it's all about that roller coaster, introducing all these new things, these new mm. adventures, new abilities, new everything, new enemies. Right. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at. Mm. Um, but as, and, and as far as, you know, all the different stories that we have, I just, I mean, a lot of people, don't really understand that Lonzo and I spent months building uh, a universe Mm -hmm. that everybody can coexist in, no matter how they come in. Um, If I can speak freely, I think I I can give this away. Uh, Like, first, it's my my spiritual world. Like, let's just say, let's just say we get big enough and we want to buy Moon Knight. Right. You know, and he got his own God or whatnot. You know, the question is, how does that work? How does that work with what Anaji got going on, what Jamil got going on, what Lonzo got going on? So, you know, every heaven, every plane, heaven, hell, oblivion, all has levels. Mm-hmm. So, depending on your character, if your character gets some abilities from God or Satan himself, that's the God and Satan of that level. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where you're getting it from. You know. So the only so the man doesn't. We don't know the levels. We ain't die. We not there yet. So if I'm right. getting my abilities from. If Moon if, if Moon Knight gets his abilities from I cannot say the dude's name right now. Uh, um, Kansu. Kansu, right? The man, as a man, he understands that. Kansu mm-hmm. know what he is. So how do I explain the gods in my universe? Zeus, for example. All gods are usually like angels, fallen angels or demons that that understood one key thing. Mm-hmm. The more praise and worship I get, the more powerful I become. And right. hence is how they become gods. God. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just something I took from 
praise and worship in church. Yeah. Like, you know, God needs praise and worship. Why does God need praise and worship? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? That'd be a dope tool to serve to why Zeus and them get their abilities. Yeah. And Believe. then, of course, I have stories and characters that are the equalizers. So these gods get too powerful. These characters go after them. Right. So that's why Zeus no longer exists. That's why Athena no longer exists, because they got God. You know? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm allowed to give away. Lonzo might shoot me, but that's just ah. it. You understand what I'm saying? That's, that's yeah. as much as I can give. So, but you know, we spent a lot of time building our universe so everybody could coexist. We didn't want uh, nobody to feel comfortable. And one important rule is if you're going to destroy the moon, you got to let the rest of us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so we all need the moon in our stories. Right, right, so out, right. So outside of that, you know, I would never say, no, your character can't come to uh, Caesar City. Nah, mm-hmm. if you're going to destroy half a block, let me know. <laughs> you know, uh, try to yeah. fight it in, you know? So that's yeah. just, a, that's how we, that's how we build our universe. Yeah, it's like, you got to check in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you got to check in. So as far as like the, uh, the, the other projects in which you put out, I remember uh, damn, this might have been this might have been two years ago, but I remember the Juneteenth one shot issue that you did of Adzi. Is there anything that you that you're doing with that, or is there is there any continuation of that at all? Because that storyline was dope. Oh, uh, yeah, man. So I have the next couple of pages written. I mean, I'm sorry, it's the next couple of pages have been drawn out. I've, I was colored it myself, but I think mm-hmm. I'll pass it over. Um, I'm working on the next story. It's you know it's it's just it's really a passion project. Yeah. Um, and that's one story that I I feel like I can't rush. Mm-hmm. Like with Absolver, I can get away with certain things. Yeah. But with this, you know, with this, it a lot goes into it. A lot goes into my my emotions. Yeah. You know, you know people need to understand why there's so much anger in this story. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, it's teachable moments in there based off of history. Right, uh, it's, right. it's, it's yeah. no different than how I look at religion as all of a story. And this, this I gotta take to another level because it's there's it's, factual, it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot. There's factual concepts that you put to it, and the thing. It, so we're, we're talking about Adzi, which was this one shot that you put together d- during Juneteenth. And am I getting that correct? It was was it two years ago, twenty twenty. I think it was about two years ago. It was two years ago. Now, if you could just describe what Adzi was, because when you put this out, like I remember, I think you, I think you had sent it to me, and I got to read it. But then you put the one shot out for Juneteenth for free, right? Yeah, if you could, still if you out could on the website. Still yeah, on, the website. on the website. Look at still it. on the website. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, describe Adzi to the people, please. Well, Adze, Adze is solely based on a world where the civil world, the civil war wasn't won by the North. And basically we finally have, you know what? I'm just going to talk about this story. You know, people have been waiting for this so long. I'm not going to hold back. Um, The Adze, First of all, I got it. It's it's a it's 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 an African vampire. But theirs is based off the mosquito. Um, 
I can't, I cannot, for, I cannot recall where, which part of Africa right now. So guys, forgive me. Um, but it's based off the mosquito, and I thought it would be. A, I was going to try to tell my my own story of a vampire mm-hmm. because you know I'm working on my own vampire stories because I don't think we get enough representation of vampires outside of Blade. Correct. So I wanted to tell a unique story. Uh, I was, I was, I'm all, I was also working on a unique world for people that love Harry Potter because again in that realm we don't get enough representation neither so mm-hmm. that story is in the works in the background but back to Adze I was looking I was working on this dope uh vampire story and just me thinking of creating the history and the lore behind this vampire story and it's like not that it's hard to tell a, a, a story and history of our people with, with by ignoring slavery, but it was hard for me to ignore slavery. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I could not ignore it. So I had this character going around killing all these, you know, white slave masters and freeing slaves. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it took a life of his own. Right. You know? Um and so Adze's bait, that's basically what Adze is. So the story that I am putting together for the Adze is basically is going to take you through the years of the Adze, mm. all the different Adze's, everything. And then the final story is going to lead to the present day Adze, or mm. one of them. Okay. As we're going to follow. So and then from there, that's when you will get regular releases. But I, I before I can have fun, I got to get the history and all that right. out of the way. So um, that's where it is. And it's going to be a lot of tying. Uh, um, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, um, all the way back. Uh, different Adzes, Cowboys, Ninja Adzes. We, 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 we were everywhere because, right. again, if you do your research and you understand, you know, we wasn't just in Africa. We were everywhere. Mm-hmm. So... I have to make sure a lot of that gets covered. So um, that's basically Adze, you know. You know, it's the killing is purposeful and meaningful. It's not just done out of bad taste just because. Because I feel like what people, what readers have to understand is the last slave movie I ever watched was uh, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. That shit made me so angry. I said, I'll never watch another one of those movies again. Mm-hmm. I would never watch another one of those movies. So when I write the Adze story and that shit happens, that's just that anger I felt. That's that's mm-hmm. just that that vengeance, that anger I feel like I felt when I watched that movie. It's again, I got nothing against people. I hate ignorant people. I hate ignorance. But mm-hmm. understand, this is not just done out of bad taste. This is there's real emotions in this stuff, you know. And um, yeah, that's basically Adze, man. Uh, so the, sorry. The, the way that you're describing it, it's like, OK, the ads a being a, a, a tribe of people, of course, that came over from Africa. But the way that they were brought over to America, it's sort of like they were they're They're a tribe all their own. But but more so the way that they're going to pass on through history is like they're like their own little secret society. Right. So if I'm going to be how can I describe it? It happened with a core group of slaves that were captured mm-hmm. and they were heading over to the um, the Caribbean islands. Okay. 
Um, and on the ship, they did whatever they did. And when they, when the ship landed, obviously there was no uh, white man on board manning that ship. Mm. So they stuck on board and went to Haiti and all that. And that's how you get the whole uh, Haiti starting the the the, the um, their, rev- their revolution, the revolution and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how all of that works. Um, so it starts with a group, and then the story that's being told behind it is, you know, what we have to do to be a part of something strong, mm-hmm. because. Their strength is not by what they can do or any weapons they have. It's the, it's the unity and the trust they have within each other, their, their own brother, their own sister. And this is the message I'm trying to convey with this story. Like, together we are strong. Mm-hmm. And then it sh- then there would be, there's, I have to tell a story of what happens when you betray the family. Right. And ultimately there's no forgiveness. There's no, there's no such thing as a weak link and there's no forgiveness. Because I feel as if that's just how I honestly feel. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you know, the world judges us based off of one person, one action. Yeah. So we can't allow, you know, and, and it's, it's the point whereby if I'm an ad Zay and I betray you and the rest of us by telling one person, I got to make sure that one person didn't tell everybody else so everybody else get checked. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not like they're, it's just that their unity and their strength amongst each other, that's that's where their real power comes in. So, you know, like if I was Wakanda, I'm like, yo, why can't we have like 20 Black Panthers? Like, why what? Like, you know? Yeah, why is it just one? Like, why, why yes. one person overruling yeah. the entire army? Yeah, screw them all up, you know. I'm just saying to me it makes more sense, you know. But pretty much. You know, so that's basically how I work the ads. Day. So um that's how that's how that's how they're gonna roll, man. That's what's up, man. So um finally, um being how you're at day three, if anybody wanted to basically get their hands on either this issue, this third issue of Absolver, and of course, even the, the first two issues. Or and even wanted to check out the the one shot of Adze. How could they do so? Well, you can check out the one shot of Adze on ConcreteComics.com. Uh, it's up in the the, the mini issue section. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be up up there. I am definitely going to release that part two pretty soon. Oh. Um, definitely, definitely. Like I said, the line work's already done. It's got to color it and letter it. Um. And as far as Absolver, you can get issue one and two on ConcreteComics.com right now, or also get all three issues on the Kickstarter that we have live right now. Um, we have a dope amount of uh, uh, covers for it. I think I went in on the covers. I, I like You did. I saw all the options. I was like, damn. Yeah, you know. Um, and if we reach certain goals, I'm going to release a lot of sneak peeks to certain Absolver projects that I've been working on. So Dope. definitely check out the live Kickstarter live right now. Definitely. Absolver 3. Yeah, man. So uh, you heard the man. So pretty much Absolver 3, issue 3 is live right now on Kickstarter. I believe it's in day three. So you still got 
more than 25, 25 days to basically get your hands on some uh, some Absolver issue three co- coming out. And you can obviously get issues one and two within that Kickstarter and go to ConcreteComics.com in order to get the entire collective, not only Jamil's work, but of course, Lonzo with uh, with Acolyte, um, Odina. You can get Andy Starboy. Tenok, of course, that's pretty much going to be hitting uh, hitting their store pretty soon after the Kickstarter gets dropped. And the Watchmen, of course, issue two is going to drop pretty soon after this. So these brothers always got a calendar of comics that they're putting out continuously. And I'm proud of you guys, man. Shit. I mean, I, I can say faithfully that I've been rocking with y'all since like 2018. It's just good to see that y'all got like a volume of books with a with an interesting amount of characters that everybody just wants to basically surround themselves with, man. This is dope. Yeah, man, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And, you know, we're also working on our manga division. I heard. You know, yeah, keep that in mind, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I give I give Odina and Acolyte the um they they get they can take the forefront of the comic books, you know, mm-hmm. over Acolyte and Odina, but this manga division, I think y'all gonna love what I'm about to drop. Uh, Vulcan the Violator. So watch out for me, man. It's it's something special. Something special. That's what's you up. Know. Nah, but yeah, man. Uh, the team is doing awesome, man. I just, I wish I could tell you everything that's going on. They've been about to drop. Uh, yeah. So issue four, um, issue three, y'all gonna see a brand new character in the oh. universe. Issue four, I'm going to introduce somebody new as well. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm taking, I'm spreading everybody, I'm spreading the whole story out. I, I want to feel like shit. This, this, this is all over the place. And then by issue six, it's going to all come back together. And like, okay, okay, because like I said, I'm about to blow the whole universe up and shorten the hundred issues. So Absorber is about to get. It's about to get real nice. It's about to get nice. That's what's up, man. So, from my man Jamel Lessie, appreciate you doing this, brother. This is Thanks James. Absolutely, this is James Grandmaster Facts Boyce, and we are out. Mm-hmm.